You're listening to Building the Game with Rob and Jason. It's Building the Game with Jason and Rob. For tabletop game design, you really can't go wrong. Building the game, yeah, building the game. Does it feel so good? What did I miss? I just just added the riddle sucks in the hashtag. hashtag It already comes up and says three posts. Now trending on Twitter. <laughs> Riddle sucks is the new the new slogan of yeah. the I Am Design Challenge. Yeah, because Gary put it right on there, so it's staying yeah. there. Oh, it's yeah. it's, um, it's in the box, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. we should go around. Uh, I'm Jason. You said, so oh, you said you, I'm Rob. Go, okay, I'm Rob. I'm Adam. I'm Nate. I'm Kelly. Julio. I guess I'll go with Tagmire. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that a good much, idea. Right? Yeah. yeah. So um, and I think um. All of you have been on this show before, except for Adam. Yeah. Yeah, right? right? Welcome yeah. to your Thanks. first recording of the podcast. Uh, we actually had a contest late one, that's why. Right, right. I got to bring a friend. That was my... <laughs> Adam's been mentioned on the comp- on the contest, yeah. or the, the podcast, podcast before, okay. because he's been at Gen Con last year. Right. Yep. So the uh, the Iron Design uh, Challenge for 2018 just happened. Mm-hmm. And that was that was okay. I think it was the most fun one, at least of the three I've been to, that I think this is the most fun one. I was excited because we didn't have a single round that was just really bad. Like, the alphabet thing? No, no, no. no Are like, you saying that because Julio's in the No, room? I mean, it wasn't entertaining, right? Like, the alphabet thing wasn't great, but it ended up being funny. But yeah. every year it feels like we always pick one round that ends up being like the designers are doing something and it's not obvious sure. to the play, to the audience. Complete silence. Yeah. yeah. If I can be honest, though, I feel like the, the contestants didn't really get the alphabet game. And it was pretty simple. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was like well, I'm just they made it much it. more complicated. <laughs> I was just bad. At it. I mean, you guys know I've, I've been new with board, with board games in general, uh-huh. so I can't think of games on the fly. I don't think the issue yeah. was the games; it was the alphabet. What comes turns to the judge? What, what, what's the next letter? I feel oh, like, come on. I feel like Jason came ah. to you beforehand. Katarski came to you beforehand. Was like, all right, so let's just um. Matt Julio is really good at the game, so let's just make this easier for me and make everything require a pretty great grasp on the English language. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Josh, that's that's two rounds the English <laughs> alphabet. I was like, it's the same alphabet. Right. <laughs> uh, there are two extra letters in the Spanish yeah, version. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, one of the things that we uh, that we don't do is we don't try to think about like would somebody have an advantage or not, but. But we did know after we you know, we were talking about this earlier that yeah. obviously Katarski has a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of board games, and that was probably a hard challenge for him. I mean, yeah. a, an easier challenge for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was we don't we don't think about that when we're picking um, things. So. Well, I and actually, you won, so don't whine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I won. I'm the new Iron Design champion. Julio is our new champion. I, I was, 2018. I, I was hoping you would lose, so I could be like the one time in game design Julio's gonna lose. <laughs> Well, maybe it's the rookie board. thing, underdog. People love an underdog right. because Jason was just not not you, right. Ta- Katarski. Right. Too many Jasons. I don't know. I don't know. I would say, and I think this is not a secret, that coming into the battle with you and Mills, you might have been the underdog because they thought Mills would be so crazy. I mean, they came, came in just winning. Like uh, and then he just didn't have. He just didn't have it. He's and, all flash, no show. Yeah, and, yeah. and Zagmeyer proved that he could be calm and collected and like just dominant. When he wrote like a seat on his arm, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's commitment. Right. It's still there. You can't see it, but it is still there. <laughs> right. But it was really fun, and I got my exercise for the yeah. week. Good. And you know, right now I have my Fitbit, and I'm at you know. 20,000 steps. Right. And 10,000 of them were the iron the <laughs> Running around the room. Right. <laughs> With blind tag. Yeah, I think the, the best description great. of you was Nicole, who said you were like a blindfolded Terminator. <laughs> uh, you'll have to go to our website. Uh, the video hopefully will be up at this point. Um, it's been two weeks, so it should. Copac uh, uh, does some editing of that for yep. us, puts in some cool titles. Um, yeah, so. But spoiler Julio did win. Um, so yes. yeah, sorry. We're not going to try to keep that from you because we're tweeting about it already. So yeah. Hashtag Riddle sucks. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> right. Going forward, if you tweet about the Iron Design Challenge, hashtag BTGIDC and hashtag Riddle sucks, both acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean the same thing now. 
Matt Riddle, though, I love that guy because for the one round, he chose water balloon watch out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I like. I almost expected Katarski to just pick that first because he knew Riddle. <laughs> but well, of course, then that round, he knowing Riddle well enough, he says. Well, did anyone in this room yeah, have anything to do with the publication of this game? And it was like, oh, wow. As if there isn't 12 <laughs> right. designers and publishers right. in the room. True, true, but yeah. <laughs> but he, still, but he thought publishers. And then I went the designer route. Right, right. That's a good point. I got, yeah. I got that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did well you, with that game. You did very well yeah. in that. Um, you did yeah. very well in that. And that because I've never played Hanabi, by the way. I remember when we were talking about Hanabi yeah. and, and the mine. Uh-huh. So that's the whole fireworks thing. I How remember it was... Which, yeah. by the way, one of you guys said something about Japanese games or Asian games on a previous episode, and Hanabi not. literally means fireworks in Japanese. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I was like, Hanabi! I'm like yelling at the radio, Hanabi! <laughs> so, Gen Con 2018, all right. How's, how's it been, guys? Good. Good. Yeah? Yeah, fun. Yeah. fun. Better than last year. Yeah, we'll start with you. Talk to us. I feel like it's a lot bigger than last year. I feel like that first day, like the crowd on uh, Thursday, like the line for the will call yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah, and it looked like I, on, uh, uh, I think it was today, it even went outside, like around the building. Oh, yeah. uh, Adam was line, practically all the way down here. By the train tracks near Lucas Liquor <laughs> oh my or God. Lucas uh, Oil Field. Um, it took me an hour and 20 minutes to get my tickets That's on Thursday. Terrible. I mean, it's, they're trying to do better with the whole electronic ticket system and whatnot, but yeah. I still You know what you had to do? Tickets. I got mine on, on Friday, and I got them at 8 a.m. But I had an event on Thursday, so yeah. I still had we to wait We actually got in Wednesday night because we demoed for oh. Van Ryder Games again. Yeah. Um, and we got, so we came down to the block party, which I think was kind of a new thing. You know, Sun King always has a beer every year. Yeah, they were, they were uh, But instead that, of being out yeah, at Sun King, nice. they actually have like a block of the street closed yeah. off and, you, and we got to go and that was a lot of fun. So we're like, oh, we'll pick up our wheel call tickets while we're here. And the line was uh, kind of long. Yeah. So we were like, nah, let's do it in the morning. Came back and yeah, Adam ended up waiting an hour and 20. I went at the right time I waited like 36 minutes I think the first time but then they didn't have two of mine that I'd ordered the night before so I had mm. to go back and do it again at a later time but mm. it's but, really dodgy but you'd think for like the 21st century where everything is electronic the idea that we stand yeah. in lines to get paper tickets is stupid right yeah yeah, yeah. But they need something that, for the people to look at when they're standing outside the doors because it's so hard to just sneak past well, them right I, I mean yeah. they're not going to get our participant feedback and change because yeah. obviously like they sell out tickets now so right. like why do they need to change sure. it's, it has to come from the vendors and they also have the option of well we also have the option to receive them by chipping yeah, yeah sure and all that so. you have to pay for that well yeah I mean <laughs> it costs 10 bucks to ship to your house yeah, yeah we got our come more than three weeks ago <laughs> right yeah, yeah exactly too. <laughs> like yeah I'm, I, I mean I got my badge well AJ got my badge early but like that, I had to get the will call tickets, you know, and they don't even open all the events until later. But yeah, that's the that's vendors true. basically have to tell Gen Con, like, look, every minute that they're standing in line, they're not buying our games. Yep. So you need to get them through the line so they're out buying our games. Like, that's right. that's who has to tell them to do it. Yeah, I agree. Still, it's better than Origins, organizationally <laughs> wise. So, Origins did have the digital things this year. They, they were a lot better. That was a little better, yeah. yeah. So, I didn't wait in line for it on the Origins. I was afraid I was going to waste a bunch of time away. Builders, we've got some neighbors next door who are being loud, so you they're very happy about the origins. They were right. They love Jason's yeah. origin story. Yeah. So. Tell you, Katarski told me a story about he went to Geekway of the West in May, which is uh, the St. Louis Con, yeah. which has grown quite a bit and got really good press this year. And uh, I saw Kelly there, so yeah. Um, and he said he actually made significantly more sales at Geekway than he did at Origins. Wow. I, like Geekway's yeah. a maybe five thousand at the most. I heard the same thing from uh, Playco. Uh, they said that uh, Playco who did tea, at McMaster Tea Party. Uh, they said that they sold enough copies of Tea Party uh, in addition to their other games, uh, or I should say, separate from the other games. They sold enough copies of Tea Party at, at Geekway to pay for their room and their booth and all their travel and have money left over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they and they didn't even break even when they went to Origins. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, Geekway apparently is a great spot. I wonder if like these local smaller cons are, are just cheaper too, like boot oh, space sure, yeah. and, and, and I, all that. I've heard yeah. your organization from some publishers for um, Origins uh, when it comes to uh, boots is the absolute worst. Hmm. Well, there's a publisher right here. What's your take on it? I haven't done Origins. <laughs> I can tell you about packs, packs on plug. <laughs> well, I can say like walking through the exhibit hall too, like if there's a whole bunch of people around me, I'm just trying to get out of the crowd because I get claustrophobic I, with yeah. all those people around yeah, me. Yeah. And like if there's any developers, like I'll be like looking at the booth real quick, just if something catches my eye, yeah. oh I'll go up and look at it. But if I'm getting too anxious, too many people around me, I'll just go as fast as I can, and I just go to the big publishers because they have the bigger, flashier more space, yeah. In more space, yeah. Yeah. And then what I learned and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna rope a line like out of our booth, even though nobody's gonna be standing there. Like, <laughs> when there's five people standing there, I'm like, oh, what's this? Let me get in the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the psychology. Make an arbitrary line going to nowhere. Yeah. No, actually. Slow at ringing people up. Yeah, so there's. There's solid psychology behind right. it. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, they've done they've done studies where they, they took groups of people on street busy street corners and just had certain amounts of people stare up at absolutely nothing. Really. And after you get to a certain size of group staring at nothing, people will begin coming up and staring at absolutely nothing. And you can have the original members of the group leave that group and have a self-sustaining group of people staring at absolutely nothing. <laughs> so your fake line thing yeah. is solid psychology. Yeah. So you need to get like six or seven people. Yep. That you know to stand in the line, right. and when somebody says, "What are you waiting for?" Say, "Oh, there's a there's a premiere release of this only available here. Yep. It doesn't even matter what it is. Uh, they can just pick one of your old games. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> You've and got a good cap. Yeah. And you can probably charge an extra five bucks for it. <laughs> you can you can say it's twenty, say it's ten, say it's twenty, slash that and write fifteen, and people will probably buy yeah. it and be like. Oh, and do it on a post-it note because yeah. I I walk by yeah. places with post-it post notes and I was like. They could have probably just printed that out. It looked nicer, but then I'm like, no, because it looks like it's some kind of sale. Yeah. 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 I'm down. I gotta get rid of these. But really, they're going up. And you're <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. 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 The thing I, I was going to do this year was we have our games in this little box. It's just this little box at this one booth, and you can barely even find it. And someone suggested that you have to say a password to buy a game, and I was like, yes. Next year you have to know the password to buy. Because we didn't sell any anyways. The <laughs> password. <laughs> is... No, no, he did. I bought one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I bought one. I saw a few. Yeah, but it, it was did cool. you tell him why? You bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. He's doing some research. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can, can I, I want to say, uh, I, my favorite button shy game uh, is uh, is uh, the I'm one. Guessing. I'm guessing. I'm like, no, 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 like oh, trying to figure out what it is. Obviously, very near and dear to your heart. <laughs> and I'm having some great part. It's okay. Smoke and mirrors. Oh, okay, cool. I really, really like smoke. And we mirrors. just made an expansion for it. That really? It's in our little board game monk club. But I'll, I'll send you one. Oh, that'd be killer. Oh, what Hello, are people. we inside? Some people just walked in. Uh, it's after ten. It doesn't matter. We're sitting at the table. This is why you they sit at the table to record because they're like, oh, oh, they got this room and then they leave. Okay. Oh, we can't LARP in here. Actually, oh. comes in and says, LARP in here. <laughs> <laughs> if they really want us to leave, we'll leave. That's fine. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, right. so then we'll just make it mobile. We'll just record it while we're walking. It's going to be great audio. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> Gen Con. Level yeah. later fixes everything, right? Right. Sure, that's how that works. So Gen Con. Yeah. Anyway, what happened? Yeah. yeah. But so, this so okay. this is the I, problem I really with having Julio on the podcast. Is he's like, God, tries to get talk about. It's true. Well, it's true. he started with the will call, and it just spiraled. Well, so, <laughs> and, so Ad, we get started. With, so, do you have any other any other thoughts from Gen Con you want to share? Oh, um. <laughs> so, like, I was thinking of previous years that I've been to Gen Con, and there's always been like this one game that's like the big release, and like everybody's rushing, and yeah. like I don't feel like there's any one big game that everybody's like yeah. running. To get like I mean there's a couple smaller ones that everybody's like oh yeah and like there's lines for it but like I feel like last year was uh what was it right uh the five ring oh Legend of the Five Rings yeah Legend of the Five Rings like everybody was lining up for that like mm. I don't feel like there's any like huge yeah. huge release game I mean that you got your dedicants like you know the the hall opened and because since we were fortunate enough to have yeah, exhibitor people were badges, running to things that they yeah, wanted, like the hall opens up, and I just see these people all run to Kingdom Death, you know. And the, there's also but, the, you know, but like publishers. not the game that everybody wanted. Yeah. To get. And there's publishers who are releasing a little at a time to kind of draw people to their booths. Right. right. The one booth I saw that had a line almost consistently was uh, Plan B. Uh, you know, Azul winning the Spoils Yaris. That definitely, I think they sold out of Azul, and which is what? How old is it now? Not Probably a couple, a maybe, months? maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah ten years. months. That's and and uh, 
uh, Pandasaurus with uh, Nyctophobia. Yeah. Yeah. The, mind, the mind. The mind was still popular, popular, but I think yeah. because it sort of premiered at Origins, it wasn't as popular as if it were just brand And then uh, Fantasy Flight, I, I could not name a single game they published, and there is always like 50 people in line to buy yeah. some huge, I know that I it's so well, expensive game. It's because, I mean, Fantasy, Fantasy Flight sees, oversees all the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, oh, they like do that. The Star Wars yeah. game, so. Yeah, all Star Wars nerds. Yeah. Hey. I love Star Wars, but I don't want to buy any big games about it. So. Yeah, it's not a thing. Uh, Adam and I and our friend Chris did the uh, Pathfinder nighttime thing again, which was really, really fun. Yeah. Um, but like the thing with Pathfinder, which is, for those of you who don't know, it's a D&D style RPG. Um, it's five hour sessions, so anytime you want to do something, it's like you're giving so, up a good chunk of your day. Yeah. We got done at one o'clock in the morning, yeah. and we were like, okay, time for bed. And then the next morning we felt really tired, and so kind of affected the rest of that day. Yeah. yeah. But it was fun. It was. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, any other thoughts, Nate? I don't know. I, I appreciate Van Ryder again. They they yes. helped us out, and we, we honestly we had so little work to do for them this time. But don't say that on the podcast. I, I don't think AJ listens to the podcast. Oh, you man. Okay, cool. I don't know what you're talking about. Every time I walked by, you were like sweating. Oh yeah. I mean, I worked my ass off. He was running around for no reason, though. Right, he just right. like was running back and forth from one side of the table to the Extra other. Extra energy, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Getting them steps in. Well, I mean, when you say that it wasn't a lot of work, it's because you've done it so long now. That you've yeah, and, and it was, well, and they run it well. Yeah. So like we yeah. get there, we set up the game, we teach the rules, and then we just chill because the play, you know, they have good games and the players play them, and you know. When I feel like in years past, they have more demos going in. Yeah, the they had like a. They'd have three or four demos yeah. instead of like one demo. Whereas today was one, or this year it was one per hour. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Kelly? Yeah. You had, um, you had kind of a quick quick short trip here, right? Yeah, I got in Friday afternoon. Yeah, okay. Saw some stuff. And then today. And then today? Good. And it's my very first Gen Con ever. Yeah. So it's been an yeah. exciting experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah good. News. Uh, Hey. Anything stand out to you? Yes, I got to pitch uh, my very first game. Hey! Or not my very first game, my very first game pitch. Yeah. Uh, my very first game was terrible, and it's rotting in a closet somewhere. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> aren't they? That's all? a good name. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now I need to make a game rotting in a closet somewhere. <laughs> Tagmire might hey. push. Well, only if it's eighteen well, cards. Yeah, so it's rotting in a wallet somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that uh, pitch to you too, since you. Made some comment on the thing, so th- on your show last week. So thank sure, you very much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I've just spent a lot of time since I've been so out of touch with a lot of the the board game world uh, yeah. during grad school and not having a life because of that. So I've spent like eight hours the last two days just pacing through the vendor and exhibit halls, yeah. checking out everything that's there. It's wild, huh? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Like I found out they have a quiet room here, which is beautiful. Because oh, halfway through the day, I was just. They do. Done. They yeah. Do, yeah. Okay. They have a quiet, it's a quiet area. area. Have a separate well, no, there's an actual room. Oh, they keep I didn't a, see there's that. a quiet zone. It's just like this little off the side thing yeah. where like they keep voices down, all that. And then there's an actual quiet room where the lights are dimmed and there's no talking allowed and you can go in and just get away from Take the care. chaos. Wow. I need How full was it? That quiet room actually wasn't that full. They uh, it's sparsely populated, but. Well, I mean, you know, the best way for people to find out about that you can't use in the quiet room, which is of course word of mouth. So. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're all sworn to, sworn to silence. You can mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chris Zinsley would have been a good host for that. Poor guy. I went to dinner with him last night. He brought his notebook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had little tabs on it, so it like, oh yeah, I got this game. Blah blah blah. He's like. Nice. <laughs> and then he like pulled out a game like for us to play, okay. and we played a game that he had like made right there. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it the, 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 yeah, yeah, right. It was, it was actually really fun. Yeah. This is a good podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Making finger. They're, they're used yeah. to this. I'd say at least once every three weeks, Rob says, "Oh, this is a really good podcasting, Jason. Thanks for showing me a picture." Yeah. <laughs> and then you go. I'll put it in the show notes. And then you don't. Don't. <laughs> you never do. I wouldn't say never. I would say unless you remind me and send it to me, probably not. But if you remind me and send it to me, I need to make sure I send you the picture that you were showing me. Yeah, yeah. great. It's important. 
Just ask Siri that, to make a reminder of it. There was yeah. still, yes. Or, <laughs> or Siri, yeah. depending. There was still that one time when you were like, send me like 40 files I had to put in there. That was a pain. Yeah, well. I mean, I think it was four files, but it was like four. Yeah. I was upset. Right. So wait, I have a quick question for everyone here. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Don't comment, Jason, until oh. everyone has a chance to answer. What do you call that vegetable that's kind of like broccoli but white? Cauliflower? Cauliflower? Cauliflower. 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 No, 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 no. What do you call the guy whose brother is Luigi? Mario? No. So he's, <laughs> yeah, so he's, yeah, he's discounting. What do you call what was it used to be in here? Water. 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 Wait, water. What, what, what do you call the, the liquid that you get out of out of cows? Uh, milk. No. <laughs> he, he, we yeah. all heard him say milk. I normally yeah. will try to say milk to be conscious of it, but I know what you want me to say, so I'll say it the way I do. Uh, I, actually, I have a question for Tagmire. What is Mario's enemy's name? Not Bowser, but like the the evil Mario. Mario. Okay, so you say Wario. But you say Mario. I, That's, uh, I didn't come here to be grilled. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, what do you call? So there was a whole thing. We went out yeah. for dinner yesterday. We know who the East Coast is. <laughs> for sure. We went out for dinner yesterday, and there was this whole debate—a ten-minute debate about cauliflower, cauliflower, cauliflower. Siri, Robin, I will say cauliflower, but you guys say cauliflower. 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 Say that. Yeah. It's, thank you. Is boring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> great podcast. We're very passionate about and, it. Kel, can you anything else? Um, uh, no, it's been a great Gen Con up until the last couple hours. Nick <laughs> <laughs> just almost spit water everywhere. But I was aimed at the microphone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the happy sound uh, soak it up. I'm just excited that we got to make. Uh, Jason and Julio danced for us, and Katarski almost took off his pants. That was <laughs> it was close. It was it touching was there for a little bit. <laughs> Touch <laughs> is the right word. Yeah. I know. I, yeah. yeah. I won that round, so yeah. yeah. Right. Julio, how about yourself? Um, so I got here on Thursday. Uh-huh. I drove 14 hours. I was in Atlantic Beach, North Carolina, for work. Believe it or not, I didn't go to the beach, <laughs> and it was 14 hours from there to Indianapolis. Uh, and it was fun. It was. I got to talk with my uh, co-driver uh, Andrew Spawn from Astro, and and we d- designed a game. So we're well, we're going to be working on it. That's that's exciting stuff. Uh, Andrew gave me his uh, his card. He's got a podcast called Amusement Sparks. I want to give him a plug. Yeah. And and they like they make up new amusement parks on the podcast. Yeah, they that bring sounds, up a theme and yeah. they do amusement sparks. Is uh, amusement sparks. Yeah. It sounds really fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's done, uh, he, the first one is uh, Nintendo. Oh, so they got Mario on that one. Yes. <laughs> he's got Scooby-Doo, he's got Bioshock, he's got, yeah, the latest great. one's Minecraft. AmusementSparks.com. Yeah. Right. Tagmire, you're in good company with Flip Flory, so you're fine in my book. Yes. <laughs> Flip was texting me yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Flip's text, sorry to interrupt, but Flip's texts are the most amazing thing ever. He'll be like, uh, what if... Darth Vader's uh, grandchild was Greedo's cousin. <laughs> and I'm like, what if? Like, I don't know what he expects. That somebody got busy with it's, a Rodian? It's like, the what? best. Like, those are his normal. I, yes, I love text. being texted. Yeah, so good. Yeah. He, well, I saw a tweet from him the other day that said, I've apparently texted the word midi-chlorians enough times that autocorrect doesn't even correct me anymore. <laughs> Um, so uh, Friday was my first day at Gen Con. Yeah. I like like Kelly here. First time here. It, it's been it's wow. There's so many people, and I really I do good with crowds, so it didn't really bother me. But tell them how many pitches you've had, pitch meetings you've had. I I uh, on on Saturday on Friday I had three pitches, and today I have five, and four different games. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, well, those set, uh, well, eight. You can leave now. Yeah. <laughs> five, five of them were, were they took, they took, uh, uh, prototypes. Yeah. Wow. So we'll see what, how that goes. Pretty exciting. Congratulations. I had the pleasure of walking into the dealer hall with you for the first time. And I, I could just kind of tell you, like, I could see you just sort of go, wait, whoa. 
Which way do I go? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I'm still lost. Yeah. You know, I'm glad that I was with uh, James Myers coming here because I wouldn't know how to get, got how to get here. Sure. And of course, if you put Google Maps, it just tells you you don't really know how to get there. No, so. right. Yeah. Parking is always ridiculous around here, and if you don't know where you're going to park, you're never going to figure out where to park. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but Gen Con has been great, and of course, with cherry on top. It's all downhill from here, you know, getting the, the Iron Design Challenge medal, Aaron Bruno picture, you know, it's... Yeah. Five years from now, they're probably going to say Julio, he, he peaked early. Yeah. <laughs> he peaked before he actually had a game on the shelf anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, uh, it's been good. It's been Wait, good. so Julio is the first unpublished designer to win. Uh, that's true. Not the first to compete, but the first to win. The first to compete and win. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's true. Wow. That's a thing. Well, against a published... I'm full of surprises, people. <laughs> Let's not stop here. Let's keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Jason, uh, how about you? So I will kill everyone's buzz and say Gen Con was weird. Like, yeah? So the only reason I say it's weird is... I never saw anybody. Like, I feel like there's always been like groups of people like playing games and uh, doing prototypes and stuff like that. And I feel like it's not that it's dissolved and it's gone. Everybody's just moved on to really good things and everybody's doing their thing. So I haven't seen anybody. I haven't done anything. I played one game and it was the MacGyver uh, <laughs> escape room game, and it was missing a card, so yeah. we couldn't move forward. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, but. My whole goal here was for Button Shy. I said, I'm going to take it seriously. I was not, my son wanted to come, and I was like, you can't, because I'm doing business. And my business was trying to find localization into international markets for our games. So I just wanted somebody to take our games, publish them in a different language. And I met up with a bunch of people for that, and it was cool, and it was super informal. Nothing was planned, but I had... Jeff Quake used to work at AEG, now works at Bezier, walked me around, introduced me to everybody he knew. And... Made some good contacts. So That's good. Awesome. That was my work, and for play, I played MacGyver, and it was no fun. <laughs> uh, so, Bezier, is that. Is Werewolf. That, Werewolf. Is that the company I think is called Beezer Games? Yes. It's Bezier. Oh, yeah. You were wrong on that. Yeah, I know, I'm right I mean, on this one. I literally was like, who names their company Beezer Games? Apparently, no one. <laughs> They're based in Tennessee. That's actually the first design uh, publisher I pitched a game to. Bezier? Yeah, it was funny because I knew the Did guy. Did you call them Beezer? So, no. so I knew I knew the guy. I knew the guy worked for the, a publisher. This is me at two weeks of being a designer. Oh yeah. So I had a good prototype, I thought, <laughs> and and I I said, hey, you work for a publisher, right? Check this out. I, I didn't know what a pitch was or anything. I just let me know what you think about this game. Yeah. And he played it. It's like, this is good. I'll show it to to Ted. And, and he did it, it wasn't, well, it didn't go anywhere, yeah. but it's one of those first things, that, that was my first pitch sure. with them. I They're in Tennessee. So. I was introduced to Ted, Ted Osbach uh, did uh, Werewolf and all the werewolves. Yeah. Night Ultimate Suburbia, Werewolf. I think. Yeah, exactly. Kind of... So I'm introduced to him and I was like, this is the perfect time for me to hand somebody con crud. So I have these <laughs> cards that are called con crud, and if you yeah. take the card home, you lose. So I'm pitching our stuff to him and he goes to shake. It's like, bam. Wow. Like, it's so up his alley. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're also pitching your games to him, and so Concord is, is right in line with him. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So I started the experience right, right off yeah, the bat. Yeah. You also gave Concord to Bruno Cathala. I did, yeah. So yeah. there was that. I try to keep it only high level. Right. <laughs> right. I was walking and I grabbed something out of my pocket and cotton crud fell out on the floor and this guy picked it up and he's like, oh, here you go. And I'm like, nope, it's yours. <laughs> ah, nice. It's the best. Nice. So basically, you should do that. Like, look for nice people yeah. and then screw them over. Just ruin them. their lives. Jason. Ah. Yeah. So uh, it's been a good Gen Con. Um, I only uh, set up one meeting ahead of time, and uh, the meeting went really well. I'm really happy with it. Uh, but I bought some photos that I really wanted to get tested, and I did. And they've uh, they've done what I needed them to do. I have I know what I need to get ready to go to VanCon in a couple months here, or in a month here. Oh my gosh! About yeah, five yeah. or six weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Nuts. 14th. Um, so I'm excited about that. But it's been a really fun show. Uh, I walked around the vendor hall a lot this year, which I don't always get to do. So that was kind of nice to just take some time and out and do that. Um, played some really fun games, bought very few games, only bought like three games this year, so, uh, but it, uh, 
It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any sweet, sweet news you can talk about? You think? Can I? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I, it's, I, yeah. He, he put the sign up on the table. Oh, you're right. So one of the reasons I didn't have many pitches to do was because at Origins I pitched uh, my game that you guys have heard of called Open Uten, uh to some different people. One of those people I pitched to was Green Couch Games, uh, who bought it. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so now it's called Into the Black Forest, um, and uh, the artwork is is already done because he like went real fast on this. Uh, the artwork looks really good. Like I've heard yeah. a lot of really good compliments about it. And, um, when I first got it, and uh, he said, "Don't show this to anyone," so I, I walked out of my office and walked to Rob's office yeah. and showed Rob. Show me. <laughs> <laughs> Rob doesn't count as that's, less that's than a minute. Kind of, that's kind of the deal with the publisher. Is like, he showed me before he sent a copy to his wife. True story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we're gonna share it with each other, but when they say don't show anyone, that's not what they mean. Right? They mean right. like don't go don't show it. Tweet it. So, yeah. Like, but we kind of use each other to double check on stuff. Like, yeah. hey, Rob, what do you think of this? And Rob was like. Whoa! Like really it's, zooming in tight. I, I like this yeah. is really good. I think it looks great. So yeah. Um, and and I was talking to him earlier today, and he was playing it with uh -huh. some with somebody that came by, and he's like, every time I play it, I just love it even more. Yeah, he got he up said the proto and showed me. Nice. I'll tell you what. <laughs> the best compliment I ever got was Matt Riddle and Daniel Newman. Both of them yeah. said, "I really love this game." Uh, and that both is. Both of them um, like cancel each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, two people that aren't huge fans of me. Yeah. Like or anything. Yeah, or anything. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're going to chase everything now. Congrats, Jason. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Um, it was interesting, though, because that was the game I had ready that I was like, I, I felt like if the game was really good. I'm like, someone's going to buy this. I, I, I just need to get it to the right publisher. And. Uh, uh, so selling it before Gen Con was like, uh, uh, oh no, I don't have anything to bring to Gen Con. Um, but Green Couch is a company I've wanted to work with for a while. I mean, they make really, really good stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. Rattle. Thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> cool. Uh, so what's uh, what's next for everybody? You. Yeah, what's up with you? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, so uh, it's it's been a good time. Uh, I've had... I've had four, well, I've had three pitches, and I've got another one scheduled for tomorrow for Sunday. Um, and they've been going real well. Been, I've met some new people who are good. I probably shouldn't say any of the names, I suppose, right, right. now. Um, but yeah, uh, good feedback, feeling good about, about stuff. Um, got a lot of good feedback from playtesting some designs. Uh, I guess like uh, so, hey, builders. You heard me last week pitch my item shop game. I don't believe anybody here around the table knows anything about it because because I haven't talked about it much. Anyway, so um, uh, I've got basically I've got at least one follow up meeting scheduled for GrandCon to look at that again. I need to make some revisions between now and then, so like five weeks to do that. Um, so I need to make some revisions and test it and go for it. So right. So and I'm hoping and I've got one more meeting tomorrow to talk about that one also. So I'm hoping I'll be able to follow up with him at. Grand Con as well. Um, had a fantastic playtest of Red Planet today. Had a really good playtest of Red Planet today. Yeah, a, a, a gentleman who's been uh, he's been doing a lot of blind playtesting for me on my print play. Uh, Chris Lang. I don't know that he listens to the show or not, but anyway. Um, Harry Lang's co cousin. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes, and I don't know. Uh, anyway, so it's a super nice guy. So we, we managed to meet up this afternoon. He and uh, Slingerland and I uh, played some Red Planet, and uh, he clearly had played my prototype a lot already, yeah. and had a lot of thoughts and opinions about what I needed to do with it, but but not in a dick way. No, right? no, he was one of the single best playtesters I've seen. He really, was very thorough, really killer. Good ideas. Yeah. Um, and he was already really familiar with the source, the, the video yep. game original. Oh, okay. And so he had a lot of the right context for it. So yeah, so uh, fantastic feedback from him. I think I think between three of us, mostly him, we managed to solve several problems. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so so that was cool. Yeah. So that was a really fun experience. Um, and it's a fun game to begin with, but I think it's going to be even better with the tweaks you're making. Now, so. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Sorry. I wanted to be. I wanted to try it out. Just had the pitches, but next time. Next time. Yeah. It was it was tough to find a time and place to play protos. I feel like there were basically no open tables. We had to go over to the JW Marriott, right? Right. Yeah. I found out about that today. Yeah. I'm leaving tomorrow morning. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just. We were lucky with the Hyatt, 
where we're staying. We they have yeah, a lot we, of open, good old space. We've got there. some good tables over right. there, right? But yeah, the, the, like the official open gaming areas in the JW, yeah. 300 tables. Wow. This size. Oh, Is wow. It? Oh, good, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't feel like yeah, they a, advertise that very well. I, I agree. I only knew that because I watched Twitter and saw people talking about it. Gotcha. Well, I feel like all the events in the other hotels aren't advertised very well. I agree. Right. Like this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is the this isn't a hotel, it's a football stadium. Yeah, we're oh, actually going to the store. There was a huge line of people waiting and somebody's like, Are these people waiting for your event? I was like, No. <laughs> no they're going to the cool I don't recognize any of them. I hope not. Well I gotta say, we, well, how many people it, it was, was full. almost full. Yeah, yeah it was, it was pretty big full. Crowd. There was probably at least seventy five people here. At least 175. <laughs> no, there was probably about thousand people here, maybe. Standing room only. It was, but it, what I actually watched Rob and was like, I don't know who most of these people are. Yeah, and was, we were a little nervous because we're not like we're used to like it being like all of you guys, right? And so a few yeah. other people. I told everybody to come. I did. Uh, like everybody I saw, I said everybody like they're like, oh, you want to play a game? And I was like, yes, but Saturday night, go here. Well, I'm 100 percent honest with that. I appreciate. I that. invited a lot of people, so that good job. Yeah, yeah, so good. I feel like a lot of it was you knew people, but you didn't realize it. We actually like this enough that we told our friends to right. come with us. That's true. I didn't invite anybody, just to be honest. <laughs> All right. Well, he's my friend that I told to come with, with me. Right? No, this is like the second time I've you, come for uh, the Iron Design. I like you make it sound like you were like, oh, I've been here for everything. No, this is the <laughs> second time. Yeah. I told him yes. he could stay at Upland and drink more beer, but. Right. Yeah. Every publisher that I pitched to this weekend, I said, hey, what are you doing Saturday night? And they all had plans. It's probably a good thing. Yeah. If you want to take you like to work with me. <laughs> yeah. Do you might have any like breakout games, like games you didn't know about, and then Crisscross saw them and um, played them, and you're like, was yes, good. I really like that. It made a lot. me jump. What is it? It's a uh, yeah. <laughs> somebody had to make the jump jump. You have jump. to. It's it's a roll right. It's a it's a Kinesia roll right. It's uh, there's just two d6s, and they have six. Each of them have six different symbols on them. Uh, I mean, the two dice are the same. Uh, and then you have you just have a grid with I think it's a five by five grid, uh, and you and uh, you roll the dice and then everybody has to assign those two symbols to two squares on your grid and they have to be next to each other orthogonally, um, and then you keep rolling until you filled up your grid and then you score based on sets that you've made you score horizontally and vertically, uh, so you know if you have if you have two triangles next to each other you get two points if you have three triangles next to each other you get three points if you have four triangles next to each other you get eight points and if you have five in a row then you get ten, uh, ten points <coughs> i might be off of these yeah. games right anyway um and so it's it's super 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 simple and fast yeah but, but the thing about scoring you didn't mention that really matters though oh, right if your row does not score it's minus, minus five. five points so like you you, so you can, don't have a pair yeah like, yeah right. So like multiple, we played two games and several of us got minus 20 more than once. Yeah. Like, cause it's hard, you it's know hard, what I mean? Yeah, like really. you're trying really hard, but the dice get rolled and that's all there are and your options keep reducing. And if you don't pay attention right, you'll end up leaving hanging spaces where you won't be able to fill them. So yeah. Yeah. So that was, I think the standout for me so far. Yep. That was a lot of fun. Help Wanted was also really, no, uh, Most Wanted. Most Wanted. Was that was also And a lot I of fun. tried to get to in a Play, to demo that, and every time I went there, there was just it was full, and they were playing, and I just yeah. Didn't it's a stand. quick Western game where you play poker cards. It's like super simplified, like it, it's really good. I would just go buy it, and it yeah. runs and it plays really fast. So now, rolling rights. I have my my one that I played that I really liked. It was a prototype at the Game Crafter game night. Oh yeah. I went through that uh, by Coinflip Games. His name is Rob. Uh, it's a flick and write. And oh. he went right after my heart with, uh, he had like a, this 3D component board. Yeah. And you're like flipping this. It's called, I forgot the name, it's, it's the study of insects, basically. I, 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 Entomology. Entomology. Yeah. No, well, that, that's not it then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the game, the two it, nerds. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. I mean, it's just, you've got basically four, bo four boards on your writing sheet. One is ants, one is bees, one is caterpillars, and one is something else. And the discs, there's a, there's a wheel, like a wheel in the middle, and you're flicking, flipping the discs. They have to fall on the type of an, uh, insect that you want to score on. Mm. And the disc that you're fl flicking, they have a one through five. And they score in very different ways on all four. And it's the whole flicking mechanic of getting your, your opponent's disc out of the way. It was 
really, really nice. And he's he, cool. He's only like design, like two weeks or something. <laughs> Kim, like I, I was very surprised. I really enjoyed it. Cool. Coin flip games. I really like this game that I picked up from a booth. It was a Kickstarter called Palm Island. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's coming in the mail. Too. Wait, yeah. It came in a wallet? Are you sure it's not a button-shy game? No, it's not. Oh, it's right. not mine. Uh, no, I know. Can uh, you <laughs> leave the room for it? <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, a single-slash-two-person uh, cooperative-style uh, game where it's like resource management and upgrading. So you have the cards and you uh, basically go through the deck and as you go through you can uh, turn cards sideways to like store the resources and then you can use those resources throughout the deck to upgrade cards and so the like, name, get more points. It's, it's Tropical Island theme but it's also yeah. play on words because the Palm Island, you actually hold the entire deck in your hand so you play it with Yeah, your, so you can there's play no while you're walking table, around. It's not actually tabletop, yeah. you hold it in your hand and then you just move cards 90 degrees if you want to. So. I really enjoyed it so far. I was actually playing it uh, before I was going to sleep uh, last night, and like I was just like it really kind of drew me in. And like there's points where I was like kind of getting like frustrated with it or like you know excited. And so I really liked it so far. It's been really fun. It's a quick game. I like a kind of quick filler game yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. So cool. Yeah. I got to play Sword Crafters. That was pretty. Uh, yeah, that's really neat. Isn't that really neat? Yeah, it's really. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's really and that's where I first saw him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was uh, waiting for a pitch, and he was there, and then I saw him here. Yeah. And he was a judge at the uh, at the thing, so we had con a connection before. It's true. It's true. Our eyes met over the sword. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I also played a couple great um, co-op games that I cannot remember the. Names up for the okay. life of me. Well, that's how they, oh yeah, no, it's wonderful. Yeah. I'm sure this contributed. Were they more. prototypes or like? No, they were like actual published games. Um, one of them, each player could only you had to move without speaking, move the pieces around from entrance to exit, and get different things on the map. But you could only move them right, or, or I could only move them right or down, and they could only move oh, them up and left. Yeah, I saw that game. And so, really if there are more players. Like eventually it gets to the point that you can only move some, move the pieces down. So anytime a piece has to move down on the map, you have to move it. Right. So like other people are looking at you like mm -hmm. it's your you know we yeah. want you to do it and, and you kind of have to figure out it's your turn to move yeah. them and yeah. Gotcha. I somebody the guy demoed it for me and I thought it was that really the, the pit game with the pirates. No. Or, no. This was like remember. a fantasy mall like yeah. theft thing. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's like. Uh, Moving madness or something madness, but yeah, sorry. Well, I, the other thing that I enjoyed was Dude. Dude. <laughs> Wait, is Dude the Sweet. game? No, no, no it's, it's, it's a, yeah. a silly card game. It's a game where you've got a bunch of cards, everybody has the same deck of cards, yeah. and they all have the word Dude in it repeatedly, but in different formats, where it's like Dude, period, Dude, question mark, Dude. A lot of O's. Let me tell you, the original dude was Anthony Ricano from uh, Cardboard Jungle. Made okay. a game. We were playing Salmon Run, and it has these really cool. Oh yeah, I love Salmon. Bear Run. meeples, I think. Yeah. I think we were bear, right? Bear. Yeah. I don't know. He was rolling the meeples and trying to get them to like land on top of each other. And if you got them laying on top of each other, you had to scream, "Dude!" And it was <laughs> this whole thing. And then if they landed on top of each other a certain way, it was like a keg stand, and you had to scream, "Dude!" So all of this can, little tiny. Connecticut convention, I don't remember what it was. We were just, every time we saw each other, we were like, dude, and this has been like five years, we still do it. Still Even do it. yesterday it happened, and it was a really fun game. Like, just, <laughs> it was Pass the Pigs, but with meeples and yeah. some dumb frat boy thing. Yeah. Pass the Pigs is fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is fun. This dude, that game was, was fun. Yeah, it's just it's just. It's silly. I saw there was, an there was an expansion. Then more There's dude, dude more yeah, dude, more and dude. if you buy both, you get one more dude. Right. And they were expands it to each, seven. So yeah, like, I did too. So you basically everybody is look, looks at one of their cards and tries to say dude in that way, and then you're looking around at everyone else saying dude and trying to see if they're saying it the same way you're saying it. And if you both think that you're saying it the same way, you go sweet, and then you show each other. And if you're right, you score it. If you're wrong, you discard it. And when you run so, out of cards, you say chill. Chill. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, yeah that's how you. That. They didn't yeah. tell you that. And then you score. My goal was to find something weird, so I kept asking around like, what's weird, and somebody introduced me to, I think it's called Jordan Draper Games, has anyone seen those? <laughs> so the one that I bought was $6, it's called Tokyo Washi Cats, I think, and it's this tape that rolls out, and you put two of them out there, and it's basically a, like, you go up, pick up and deliver by drawing lines across the tape, and eventually make your way back. 
really silly, really simple, but their other game that's not out yet is this vending machine and you put all these weird bits, in, I think it's a vending machine or a washing machine, all these weird bits into it and it's, a, it's also a dice tray and they come out the bottom and it's like all kinds of crazy stuff, but they're all weird. Everything was weird. Everything was like hand drawn and it was, hmm. it was super cool, but this Tokyo Washi tape game is cool. Six bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's awesome. Like just an actual piece of tape. It's a piece of tape with art on it. Like there's oh, okay. there's lines and rooms, and so you're working like, your way around you it. You use eventually the game's done because you, you run, run out of tape. tape. Yeah, but it's only six bucks. So. Yeah, and you probably pay play twenty five games because like, it just uses two little strips and you tear them. That's off. really cool. That's we played it at dinner last night, and someone put it on the playmat. And the art like shows through on the playmat, and we're struggling the entire time to see it. And I'm like, we should just flip the playmat over. Yeah, yeah. And, and the placemat. And the placemat. Yeah. Yes. Huh. I see. Gen Con, yeah, it was it was good. Sorry. Right. It was good. It was. Yeah. Man. No complaints. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what I'm upset about. My feet hurt. Oh yeah, man, I feel like I've done so much more walking this year. I don't even know why. What was your steps so far? I don't count steps. Oh. 18.3. I'm not. Uh, I'm only at 13.5. I'm not one of those people. It's my yeah, but he got 25 20. yesterday. Yeah, yeah I only got I don't need that. <laughs> my, my feet never hurt so bad because I left my shoes at home and I wore flip-flops and I was like, I'm gonna go in the plane and store some flip-flops. Left my shoes home. I went and bought these flat $15 shoes and I I can't wear them. So. And now you're flip-flops. I'm wearing flip-flops. It's more comfortable. Yeah. My wife wore flip-flops. She brought like three different pairs of shoes and she, she just kept doing it. I'll just do flip-flops all the time. Yep. It hurts. I do that. Yeah. I think the game that's attracted my attention the most is Speakeasy. Um, I saw that out there. It's uh, Daryl Andrews and Adrian Adamescu, I hope I didn't pronounce it wrong, who did Sagrada, which is a game I love. Sure. Um, and it's it's a speakeasy theme, which is like not something you see, you know, you're trying to get this jazz club up and going and, you know, you're trying to attract different famous people and, and get the best collection of art, but you can also like deal with the mob and, and sell bootleg liquor and stuff. Um, and all that was really cool and it was all period you know all the people were actual real human beings that existed mm -hmm. you know Josephine Baker whatever um, but they had an interesting dice mechanism oh that was cool yeah so you had pairs of matching color dice they were symbol dice not number dice and you would there was always two pairs that weren't being used you would pick up one of the matching color pairs that was being used roll those and then you had to pick from the three pairs, the one you just rolled, the two that weren't being used, and then place those. So, like, it, I was just kind of a, an interesting dynamic um, for, you know, a, a different way to do dice selection and dice yeah. placement. Uh, it looked really cool. I, I didn't get it here, but I, I'm pretty sure I'll pick it up pretty soon. And I, I've just never seen Speakeasy Blues, I think it's called. And I just haven't ever seen that theme. Sure. I think it was a fun theme. The other night we played uh, Forbidden Sky. Yeah, the third in the trilogy. Yeah, uh, I'm a bad judge. I mean, I had fun, but don't take my word for anything because I'm just not a co-op player. Um, so, so I, I, I had fun with it. I, honestly, I don't playing. have any interest in playing it again. But I think that was a big release here because there yeah. was a big line. Yeah, like well, well, yeah, it's green. Well, they and limited it's game, right, and, yeah. you know, and everybody and knows through an island for their dead. Yeah, they definitely limited how much they put out every day yeah. too. Yeah. I think the thing that kind of got us with that game is yeah. nobody used their special abilities that often. Sure, yeah. So I feel like we're all just going around trying to build up the map and like connect the circuit, which is the whole objective to the game is connect the circuit to get the rocket ship to loft, right. launch off the platform. But we never really like had the strategy of, okay, don't stand on the electrical yeah. you know, brick that you're on. Or like, Bob, you're the medic, so you need to be healing people on your yeah. turn. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, you so we played poorly. Yeah, I, would, I think I mean, so. you should. The first time you play a co-op game, you oh, yeah. shouldn't win. Right, no, yeah. yeah. And if you do, then <laughs> that game needs to be balanced a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if, if, if you're familiar with Forbidden Island or Forbidden Desert, it's a, very similar in many ways. You know, everybody has a different player power. You take four actions, then, you, then the, the bad deck happens. And, and there's a timer. You know, and there's, yeah. Yeah. You're trying to complete a task and get to a space, and you know, yeah. it's very similar. But this one, you literally made an actual circuit like the right. metal pieces that you connected together, 
Um, and when so you kind of complete fun. the circuit, the rocket lights up. And See, they up. said on it was on Reddit, and it was somebody from the publishing side said there was something special about this game, and I said I bet all my money that it was Legacy because <laughs> it was like right when they did that. Matt Leacock was working with Rob Davio, and, right. and they were just like. Ha, ha, ha. And I was like, yeah, I know it because I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was me. Well, it was me. They did announce a new legacy game with Rob Davio, Machi Koro Legacy. I saw that. Machi Koro <laughs> Legacy. Next, Sushi Go Legacy. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the other one? <laughs> <laughs> Leftover Sushi. Yeah. <laughs> JR, yeah, it's him and JR. Yeah. Uh, and we played Visitor. Yeah. That was that, interesting. I kind of hated that while we were playing it, and then when it was over, and I realized everything that I was doing wrong. I was like, "Oh, okay, that was that. that I was stupid, and yeah. that game was actually kind of neat." And I think you hate it because I schooled you. <laughs> well, I, I deserved to be schooled <laughs> because I was playing so poorly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would be happy to play that one again, though. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was I like that. Sort of a weird deduction, with like a subjective. So one person is the visitor, ET, basically. Yeah. And one person is the kid, Elliot, right? And then everyone else is Government secret agent. From, like I was from the NSA, and Chris was from the uh, CIA or FBI, and Christina. Was, yeah. And so the alien, the visitor, makes a rule. Like he's in a force field, and only certain things can get in the force field. So, so like Adam's rule. Adam was a visitor. Adam's rule was only food can get in the force field. And then there's a bunch of cards with pictures on them, and you basically have to figure out the rule by guessing, you know, putting a card out there and guessing whether it's going to be let into the force field or not, and the visitor tells you yes or no. But like the visitor, of course, the kid <laughs> is trying to tell, get the kid to figure it out before the secret agents do, and so like sometimes you can pass cards face down, and there's a whole trust mechanism. Uh, uh, I don't know, but it was no, the only game they were head. showing. Okay. Um, I know it's a target, so oh, yeah. if you want it. Uh, and so it was, it was interesting, and I, I liked it. I figured it out. I, th- I think everybody figured it out like right, right after I did. Like, I never for Rob. Well, Rob, Rob was like <laughs> I totally was the kid. lost. I was the one who was supposed to be doing it, and I was the one who was totally clueless. You gave me. I feel like you gave me something. And you said this goes in, and I was like, yeah. And it was like some a sandwich or something. I'm like, yeah. No, he's, yeah. he's getting it. Yeah. When you yeah. like metal, it must be metal. So when you need to prove the rule, you take four cards off the top of the deck and just flip them over and then you predict whether they go in or out of the force field and then he kind of, behind the screens or mastermind style, tells you if you're right or wrong and if you get all four right, you win. And Rob did it once and you had like the broom or something that you thought should go in. Yeah, I thought it was uh, something made of plants. You were getting there. (laughs) I was getting there, but I was wrong. We also played the, the Japanese girl disorder game. Oh, the yeah. terrifying girl disorder. Yeah, <laughs> that was really all, interesting. All three of us. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. It was that the the um, graphic design on it. Oh and, my and gosh! The, this. Japan made games makes absolutely zero effort on any of their graphic design, any of their rules editing, any of their proofreading. It just, their games just look like garbage. Well, there was an icon on there that we figured out only by like. Like inferring what it was, they never said what that what this thing right. on there was. And then the called, rank and the right. name yeah. is the same the, the, thing. Right, the same <laughs> thing. It's just it's just garbage. But man, that game is. I just really like the way it plays. That was good. That was yeah, good. it looked like the rank and the name thing. The rank was a number, uh, but the numbers are all unique to the girls. So the rank and the name were the same. Right, it's almost like somebody when they were designing it was like, oh, let's do something with the numbers and something with the names, yeah. but then they just didn't Forgot. do that. So like, there's different. There, it doesn't matter. And one of the girls in the game on the card, her name is spelled one way, but in the rule book, her name is spelled a different <laughs> oh, way. God. That's great. It's just no proofreading, no attention to detail or anything. We shared a wall with them at PAX East. Yeah. And let me tell you, they sold a million of those uh, sexy lady play mats. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Like they've sold out of half of them. Yeah, Japanimation yeah. games. Yeah. We're just going with the stereotypes. Oh, I've, got, I've got a friend who who uh, he. He bought Tanto Cure or whatever. Tanto Cure. Yeah. And he bought it because of all the anime boobs. And then <laughs> and then he started playing. He's like, actually, I really like this game. And then he bought all the expansions. In fact, he's, he, uh, when I came here, he said, hey, I want you to pick up this, this, and this for me. <laughs> all right. 
but but, then, but you were like embarrassed to go there and be like a little uh, bit. Right? I like the in Origins. He'd had me pick uh, up something else in the Terrifying Girl Disorder, and and uh, and we we got together one night to, to so I could hand him hand the game off to him, and we say, he said, "Well, hey, let's play this. Let's play this song. All right, okay." And that game at least doesn't have giant anime boobs all over it. Right. Very least the the art in that is better, um, but just yeah, it's. I really like the way it plays. Cool. They had a one fully clothed lady yeah. play that, and it didn't sell that much. But the, the girl working there kept trying to push it. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, "This one's my favorite." Yeah. They were like, "Yeah." I bet it is. I, but it was fun. I continue to be happy about like every, every time I come to Gen Con, the gender balance gets a little better. That's true. Yeah. Racial racial diversity gets a little better. Uh, a lot of more gender fluidity and transgenderism that I, you know, could tell yeah. uh, being in to the best I could tell. So, what? And being in Indianapolis. Right. Almost, right, yeah, almost being like in the middle of Indianapolis, yeah, it's, exactly it's kind of yeah, ridiculous. But, um, yeah, I just, every year, I'm always happy to see that change uh, yeah. happening, you know, to us uh, old white guys. <laughs> so we are, uh, we're running short on time here, uh, so we need to go one more time around the table, uh, and, I don't know, give us this one highlight or one favorite thing or one final comment Adam um, well I always comment just seeing all the new games that are coming out that's probably my my big highlight just seeing all the new and different things and mechanics that are out there right on Nate uh, I finally got to play Laser Riders and I got Nicole to sign my copy when I bought it so it was really exciting very cool Kelly uh, I randomly ran into people that I haven't known and or haven't seen in a very long time moved away. That was awesome, and I got to pitch which was a good experience. Good. Yeah. Um, with my game Amway, uh, that Thailand game, I, I I was very motivated to pitch it, and I pitched it. And I had three copies, and they all went to publishers. So we'll see what happens with that one. That was, that was awesome pretty game. Cool. Yeah, that was yeah, a lot. It's, of it's good. It's good. Jason. Simple but fun. Uh, Old Spaghetti Factory is all in point. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my best meal. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the spaghetti was really old. No, uh, it was super good, and I had a good meal with friends, and you know, yeah. I will go there again. Uh, Jason? Uh, I uh, was mentioning that I got to do a lot of playtesting. Uh, one shout out I'm going to give is to Adam, who um, Nate and Adam played one of my games uh, that. Uh, and he gave a random, what felt kind of like a random piece of feedback. You were like, you could change this to this. And I was like, oh wait, oh my gosh. But then what if I did this? And we play tested it out twice that way, and it works really well. It nice. makes the game more dynamic and more compact. So way to go. So, uh, and you were basically just making it like, as, it might be cooler if it was objects instead of numbers. And that made me think of something else, and so thank you for that. Because that completely changed that game, and it's it's way better now for it. So. Awesome. So, yes. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. Uh, my one great thing is kind of selfish and stupid. Um, uh, alkaline water. What? Alkaline water, guys. Holy cow. So I have, I have really bad gout. And my, my foot hurts a lot. I've had a lot of really bad flare-ups over the last like three months. And so I was, I mean, Julio saw me lipping around Origins, right? Yes. It was bad. So I've been bricks for like a month. <laughs> that is unknown <laughs> side effects. Thank you, good night. Yeah. No, side no, effects no. of fun. Actually, the medication that they gave me. Anyway, <laughs> no, I've been like really nervous about about being going to Gen Con and not being able to walk, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I got turned on to alkaline water. And I maybe had nothing to do with it, but the placebo effect is real, okay? And I've been drinking this stuff, and my foot feels fantastic. I mean, my feet hurt, but my toe feels fantastic. It's, it hasn't felt this good in years. And when he says turned on. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, I'm just... I'm, so on that note... The, the, point, the point I'm making is that, that I'm just so thankful to have been able to enjoy Jim. Yeah. That's, that's my point. Excellent. Yeah. That's good. So, all right. So uh, thanks, builders, for listening. Uh, uh, you know all the standard stuff at podcast BTG on Twitter. Uh, does there, anybody who has tw- uh, tweeters here? Yeah, Twitter handles. Uh, Twitter handles. Uh, trunk noises at trunk noises. Trunk noises at Nate Darty N A T E D A R T Y. Nate Darty. Uh, 
I do actually have one. Oh, you do have one? Okay, <laughs> we couldn't figure it out. It's Kenny Ho, uh, K-E-N-E-H-O. Okay. I also have a Platicorn Games ones uh, at Platicorn Games. Platicorn Games, very good. Uh, Julio Nazario, it's at Unasaru, J-U-N-A, <laughs> Z-A-R-U. <laughs> yeah. You can do it in Spanish if you want to. Yeah, that's... Uh, J-Tagmeyer or Buttonshy. At uh, J-Tagmeyer or Buttonshy. And I'm, of course, at J-E Slingerland. At Poli underscore designed. Okay, uh, uh, buildinggamepodcast.gmail.com, 770-HOTEL-BTG, and we'll all say goodnight, so goodnight. Yeah. There won't be an after the music clip, because this kind of was one long after the music clip. Building the Game is a co-production of Imminent Entertainment and Poorly Designed Studios. All of the ideas presented by Rob and Jason are property of the Building the Game podcast.